0: All right, bro. You, you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast.
1: Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shitbag studio.
2: Regular, regular shit here.
0: This is the number one mixtape program on the internet.
1: Niggas pod day.
0: Goddamn, that nigga is ready.
2: I'm in this bitch.
1: Never will I wish you a Halle Berry.
2: I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look like. I'm in this bitch. Negro, quit playing and come and get
1: yourself dipped in this butter.
0: Is it as weird for you as it is for me to sit here and like try not to look at each other and just like stare at our notes and take
1: some Welcome, Welcome to the Dipped dip dip In, 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 a in a hey, Butter Program.
2: Right like, oh, like, all right, bro. go, get get go, go air, like wash my hands or something. And then I'm going to call you right back.
0: Nigga, we back, bro. We back. Welcome to the Dipped In Butter Program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Friday. Happy Monday. Happy Thursday. Happy Tuesday.
2: Happy Tuesday.
0: This is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet. We are here. We are back. We swear on everything. There are no more vacations until the next vacation. Until the next vacation. Across from me is my guy. That's your guy. That's Wes with no T. That's Forever Young 89 on Instagram. That's the motherfucking goddamn glue. But to y'all. And to me, that's our motherfucking yeah. friend. What's popping, baby?
2: Hey, man! I am genuinely excited to be back at Shakeback <laughs> Studios, my man. Like it's been, uh, it's been a long vacation season. Um, oh. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to be back here in the studio to be doing this thing of ours that we That's love okay. so much. Um, however, I'm with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. That is Cat A K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at CatAndCrunch.com. We can dip into the cereal shit. Or you can catch him on niggaweback.com slash dip and butter program because niggaweback.com this week, you feel me? And I'm excited. Y'all can probably hear it, but whatever, who cares? um But most and more importantly, here each and every Friday, whichever day you consider Pod Day in your life, on the Dipped and Butter program, wherever podcasts are put at, because that's where the fuck we put them at. My nigga and yours was popping.
0: First and foremost, straight out the gate, before we talk about any topics, before we talk about how my vacation was cuz nigga I got a lot of vacation no,
2: talk that's what for I'm saying you. that's at I the top you'll of my list. be patient with me. Cuz it's at the top of my list. It literally says trip talk. Okay.
0: Okay, so before we get into trip talk cuz we got a lot of trip. We got, we a,
2: lot got of, a lot of trip so talk. There's so many last. See, I'm glad I'm glad we went on vacations back to back like this in order to be able to fill Yeah.
0: Really for
2: sure. Pull before it together.
0: we even get into that. Let's do the right thing here. Oh, you sipping truly like me. We're both sipping truly today. We're truly family. We are in sync. But before we do any of that, we got to do the right thing here. Okay. Shout out to the wise for holding Absolutely. us down while we were out of town. Absolutely. Putting it down for the Dipped and Butter family, <laughs> representing the way they did. And, like, I wasn't bullshitting, bro. Like, I didn't listen to none of it until I was literally on the plane on the way back home. So... I consumed that content with y'all. It's, fresh, like we, it's still fresh. Y'all might not know, but we listened to that episode as a family. Like, Absolutely. I didn't listen to it when before Wes chopped it up, before editing. Wes edited it. Edited it?
2: Edited it. Edited it, right. Wes edited it.
0: <laughs> and we didn't touch it, bro. We we set it up to be released and I didn't hear it until y'all heard it. So mm-hmm. we got to clap it up for the wives, man, because they did the Absolutely. fuck out of that thing. Like, yeah, they did. To, to jump into podcasting, completely cold you know what i mean like i know they've done some content here and there before but
1: they're they, no they strangers like we
0: the shit or nothing but they right. really did they kind of had some shoes to let's be honest they had some shoes to fill and they, they filled the fuck out they, shoes. they man. absolutely
2: had some shoes to fill and i'm glad because this is at the top of my list as well to talk about this week because of course we got to shout out the other halves for holding it down but like Again, I, I told you, I had only, you know, after they did it, I had only listened to, like, the first 20 minutes, and I listened to the last five, just to figure out what I needed to do with, mm-hmm. you know, post-production and shit like that. So, shout, shout out to them for making it easy for me. It was just yeah, as easy. easy. It was just as easy as putting our show together. And I remember, like, after they finished, I was like, y'all got no notes for me? And she was like, nah. And I was like, okay. Ooh. I was, yeah, I was a little scared, <laughs> but I was like, I trust y'all. And when I listened quick, to, like side I said, note. the pieces.
0: Real quick side note, husband talk, because this is why I'm glad we do the podcast, because we can t- we can talk husband talk. Can it's kind of early in the uh, in the podcast, so they might still be oh, listening. Here. But fuck it, we back. man, we here. As a husband, when you do oh. things like this, where you have to like kind of trust fall on your partner, <laughs> how much trust is in your fall? Like now, again, this is just a little project. This is a passion project. It ain't like we. You know what I mean? Like, big-time Pepsi niggas with the podcasting. <laughs> right,
1: right. But
0: we do got... And I think they understand that. I think that's why they came so hard with it. Like, they understand that we have a reputation to upkeep. We have listeners that we don't want to let down. And they came in swinging as such.
1: So Absolutely. Absolutely. Like,
0: I trusted both of them because I know they're both dope. You know what I mean? I know mm-hmm. my wife has mm-hmm. radio background more than me. Like, I don't even know.
2: Right, right.
0: A lot of times I don't really understand why niggas listen to me doing this because she's the expert. And I know your wife is dope with the words, always has been. So-
2: That's what I'm saying. They're not no strangers be, to microphones.
0: Yeah, I, I knew- Jesus. This really- <laughs> I, I didn't. You know. Come on. But come on. <laughs> I had all the confidence in the world in them is what I'm saying. But- it, it was it was interesting to me to have all the confidence in the world. I'm like, oh, I know they'll be fine because they'll be fine. But then when I'm listening to the episode, <laughs> I'm genuinely enjoying it. Like, absolutely, this ain't even the home team. Like, I was legit you know- enjoying them.
2: You you know what I think I enjoyed the but besides some of the fire lines that they always tend they to drop when they quotable. drop them, it's some super fire lines in that joint but I think the part that I enjoyed most about it when I finally made through it is how much you can identify whose wife is whose.
0: Without them Throughout, saying
2: <laughs> You don't have to be lost In it at all Like even no. Right without them saying If they never said it You would be able to guess Right out the gate Like they really brought The the personalities to the pod Like shout, shout out to Donnie V She really drove She really drove the boat You know what I'm saying over there on that episode and it worked how it usually works every week. So I'm I'm sure it was like a transfer. I feel like we did like the the white chicks thing. I feel like we transformed <laughs> right, right. into our wives and made them do a podcast and it just worked. Yeah, nah,
0: that was hard. I think um as a result, I might have to walk back my uh women ain't funny take just a little bit because they was pretty funny.
2: Well, ours, you know, even my wife will say women are not funny, but ours are actually a little bit funny. Yeah. You know and I mean? you know
0: what? I think we said that when we were saying that bullshit, tape, yeah. but and, uh, they, you know.
2: And shout out to you. She didn't talk about your dick. Oh, I escaped
1: it. I got right she on up t- out of the only so,
2: thing The only thing they said is that they wanted the dicks, like ours, like not the dicks, like out there. Right. Like, but we, there was no, like, extenuous personal dick talk. So I'm sure they you, you shouldn't have gotten good, any man. emails. Yeah, they did great.
0: They kept us they looking did. good. I, I was very happy and satisfied. So, again, super shout out to them. Biggest, humblest thank you to them for holding Absolutely. us down. But we are bike. I am bike. Wes is bike. Yes, we sir. got to do trip talk right off the top, if you don't mind. Let's do,
2: no, let's do trip talk. Cause cause I think I'm so, that's appropriate. I'm so like, interested to hear about your trip back to we the We got to
0: talk about where I've been. Like, yeah. so for those of y'all that don't know, uh, me and my entire family took a family trip back home to Columbus, Ohio for 10 days. We did a 10-dayer, which uh, I get. 10 days ain't really that long if you're talking like Jamaica. <laughs> but it's long <laughs> as fuck when you're talking Central Columbus,
2: Ohio. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Woo! So I don't even know where to start. So the the trip, the main reason for the trip was to go back and see our parents mainly and family, right? Mm-hmm. because our parents aren't getting any younger. I know I've expressed on here before and to some of my closest friends that I've just been having this real, like, urge to really, like, spend some real time with my mother and particularly my father. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that was really what this was about. Uh, my wife's father is, you know, kind of on the sicker side, and she needed to see him as well. And mm-hmm. she even talked more on our way back about, like, hey, I'm going to have to start taking some trips just on weekends and seeing if I can get back to just see about him because her dad Right, dad's, you right, know, right wrestling with some things that come as you get older, but not to get too deep into that. But Mm -hmm. so we really kind of like zeroed in and laser focused in on spending time with family on this trip. Now we did try to make a little bit of side time to, go see some close friends and stuff like that. But we didn't put no beacon out. We didn't really tell nobody we was going to be in town because we didn't want nobody to be disappointed if we couldn't make our way around it.
2: Y'all, y'all niggas damn sure didn't put no beacon out. I told you when my there phone rang, no like, why you ain't tell us? And I was like, oh, <laughs> niggas didn't know? My no. bad. Oops. Oops. Well, I'm, glad, <laughs> like I'm be, glad I'm glad. your doorbell rang.
0: Do you be genuinely forgetting that we talk so much and then you be like, oh, niggas don't really talk to cat like that?
2: N- I don't even think it's that. I think it's just the fact that we talk so much. Like I don't. I, don't, I feel like. I feel like, and I'm not a knock to anybody because that's I'm not saying take that route. But I feel like if you listened to the podcast a few weeks prior to all of this, you probably could have pieced some of that
0: together. You Probably could have pieced it. That's a fact. Probably now, could have pieced some of that
2: together. together you know what I mean, so it shouldn't have been a super surprise. I, like I say, no knock to nobody. I understand some. You know, you get behind a few weeks in podcasts and shit. But like again, I get. You know, it. maybe my thing is just osmosis and shit. Like if I know it, you know it. Damn it! And if you didn't know it, my bad. Like we, it's okay. Right. We weren't out the loop. Like if, if, as long as somebody knows, we knew.
0: Right, right. So speaking of people knowing, uh, I mean, fresh off the plane, Konichiwa bitches, as <laughs> soon as we touched down, of course, I got a couple of Donato's pizzas. But aside from that-
2: Oh, I'm so jealous.
0: As soon as we touched down, fam, we, we had to go see actually your family. For sure. We went straight to see your family, went to see your sister and your brother-in-law because mm-hmm. it just happened to be your brother-in-law's birthday. Now, you're going to have to guide me here through this
2: trip talk, right? Because <laughs> okay. I'm going
0: to do a lot of talking- about some semi-specifics, but I got to be careful which names I say. I
2: I feel you. I I feel where you're going (laughs) already with this.
0: I'm really going to be exercising my ability to (laughs) (laughs) podcast properly on this episode because we got a lot of talking to do. And there's some names I can say that I'm sure the people would want me to say. And then there's some names that we absolutely don't need to be saying. Sure. So I can, this I can one,
2: understand that. I'm going to keep my pen out in case I need to, you know what I'm saying. Good looking, do, do you
0: might got But I'm going to try to keep it clean for you. So nigga, I, first I appreciate day we had, you had to I got down. Right. We, we touched down. We saw uh, Bernie and Jess. Shout mm-hmm. out to them. It happened to be Bernie's birthday. So we wanted to make sure we got straight over there to say what's up to him. And then the following day, he actually had a big party with, you know, mm-hmm. one of their, uh, what do I want to say? I want to say, uh, signature parties and get-togethers that they that always go signature, like is probably signature good party, right?
2: Signature, sure. parties. If, we, if, we, if, we'll, if we'll say pull up, we haven't, we have a thing, like just know you're about to pull up to it's, it's gonna be some you food, you gonna see it's everybody, going, it's going yeah, it's going down. And,
0: and I was, I was particularly excited about this because it's like not only do we get to celebrate the homie, but we
2: get to kill a lot of birds, we get to kill a lot.
0: Of <laughs> 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 Yeah, so it's just like, oh, I ain't seen you, 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 (laughs) you. So, uh, shout out to everybody that was at the party, man. It was a wonderful time. All the grown-ups you want to see, all the kids was there. Cameron ran in circles around their big, beautiful house. It was a fantastic night. Uh, What I did learn this night that I want to talk to you specifically about was, (laughs) I don't know that you know this, but we have an alarming number Of female listeners to this podcast that I was unaware
2: of, an alarming number. We have,
0: we have way more women that listen to this than I thought we did. And as people were telling me, like, (laughs) "Oh, you know, I fuck with the pod." Shout out to each and every one of them that came up and showed love. Like I know we talk a lot of shit about our show. I know two names
2: for sure: Pain and Bug. We can say those.
0: Shout out to them for sure. But
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So it it made me instantly think, right? Because we always talk about this, how we do our podcast. We just talk our shit, and some people enjoy it, and that's Mm -hmm. dope. But you never really realize what all you say until Uh you're face-to-face with your listeners.
2: (laughs) And somebody questions you about some shit you said, you'd be like, oh
0: right and 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 on the dope side nobody really came at me like hey bro i gotta ring your neck for some shit you said in episode 37 (laughs) it was like a lot of love and you know we got to have some conversations about some topics that me and you might have had some weeks back and shit like that which is always dope to me like for sure i'm always open to having pod talk with anybody that fucks with our pod like that's one of the dopest things about doing a podcast is when you put the shit out, you damn near forget about it because it's been weeks ago. We talked yeah. so much shit that who can yeah. keep track of this shit? And then somebody pulls you to the side like, hey, man, I really I fuck with your take on the this, this, that. And then you like, oh, yeah, we did talk about that. And then you get to talk and have a conversation like I really got to build with some people that I think. I might not have had this long of a conversation with ever in my life right? through the podcast. And then you find out that you got more in common with people than you might think you had or, you know, people fuck with opinions that you might not have thought they fucked with. Like, also, I want to say, I want to tip my hat to our listeners, too, because we got a lot more well-rounded, even-shoulders, good I was going to say level-headed. We got a lot we got of level level-headed listeners. We got a
2: lot of people who can who can walk the line and understand both sides of the, of the spectrum. Right, right. Because not that. that I
0: always think that i will be right on my hot takes, right? Because mm-hmm. they are just right. that. they be hot takes. But I really appreciate the fact that a lot of our listeners be willing to hear us out. Like, they don't just hear some wild shit and close out the app and go to YouTube on us. Like, <laughs> they really sit us out, bro. And, like, they really yeah. listen to us. So I, I fuck with that, man. I was able to get... Um, get off a lot of our promo merchandise or stickers and uh, pins. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a lot of death threats in your email box about t-shirts. I know it.
2: I don't know what you're going to do about that. I have those written down on this piece of paper in front of me as well. So (laughs) I got y'all. I'm, full transparency i'm being a nigga about it all right i'm a, i got y'all's names written down i'm getting your shirts out there reams i got you pain i got you Bro, like, reams got... is
0: going to kill you
2: I, fam <laughs> i've watched that video the link you sent me i said he's sitting right in front of reams with the shirt, shirt no reams wants to fire off on me shout I'm out sorry, to the
0: back reams. of the bus uh sorry, podcast, reams, man, I got you. I yeah for sure uh so Doubling back, man, we went to the party. That was outstanding. I got to chop it up with some people I hadn't seen in forever. Chop it up with, you know, a lot of people that listened to the show. We just hung out, man. It was beautiful. Now, the reason why this was super noteworthy, other than spending time with fantastic people, I don't know if I can blame this solely on the party or not, but let me just tell you. The next morning, my daughter got sick as fuck. Mm. We had only been in Columbus two days. Now, it could have been the flight. Right. Everybody knows airports are full of germs. Yeah, disgusting. She played with probably 17 kids that night. We know <laughs> kids are great vessels for germs. And what? And I kept our hotel room on 58 degrees at all times because that's just how I do. Okay, sidetrack. Does anybody go to a hotel and not turn the air conditioning on super blast?
2: Like I you definitely fuck around and make it way colder in there than you intended to. And bro, and, and sometimes than you ever even usually Yeah, get. and sometimes by the time you realize it, it's too late. Like even if you turn it off now, it's still gonna be ice cold in this bitch for the next four hours because you fucked up.
0: And who can who knows how to open these windows? Nobody. So Nobody. you just gotta live with it now. So I did that. She got when I say sick, bro, like she didn't get like the sniffles and a light cough. I'm talking about she had an extreme fever. <laughs> like, you know, you know, when you got the, the mucus in your chest that you can hear. Yeah. And everybody that listens to the show pretty much knows my daughter. Like, she is super high spirits, always smiling, always having a good time, always being a sweetheart. I know she's really sick when she starts, like, crying. Like, she was crying from the sick. And I was like, oh, my God, she is really sick. Yeah. So... That kind of put one of those like buffers on our trip because every morning we woke up, like she, she didn't sleep well all night. Like she would cough and hack and sneeze and nose run and fever and all of that shit. So every morning me and my wife had to wake up and evaluate whether we was going to the hospital or not. Like mm-hmm. literally every morning we had I to make it. a decision like are we going to buy a different medicine to try or are we going to the emergency room? Like one right. other has to happen. Right, Fam, I spent $87 in medicine on this trip, bro. Wow. Like, I, I went for the Tylenol, pain and fever. I went for the Mucinex. I went for the Dimetap. Like, mm-hmm. and these, it, this wasn't me in CVS just, like, clearing a rack, like, supermarket right. sweep. We went one time because we thought pain and fever would work. Two days passed. It did not. We went another time because we was like, well, the fever ain't what we need. We need the shit for the cough. So we had to go get cough medicine. The cough never stopped. So we like, fuck, we got, it's mucinex. We got to get the muc- mucus out of the chest. We went back again. Like, bro, we bought everything but Robitussin, bro. Right. Everything. And some Vicks. It was insane. So y- you've traveled with the family. Mm-hmm. Has this happened to y'all? Like, ha- have any of y'all's little soldiers gotten sick on a wild trip before? It's disgusting. Um,
2: I, I think maybe when they first came out here, the babies might have been a little sick, but like. Besides that, nah, not not when it comes to the travel thing. And like you say, they are already like germ vessels anyway, so
0: it, it it was just it was awful trying to like juggle that, you know what I mean, try to keep her well enough to be able to keep moving. But really that kind of chopped directly in half half the people we could go see. Because right. you know what I mean? Under normal circumstances, we probably would have popped up six, seven AM and got straight on the road to go see people do things. Like we wanted to take a trip to the water park. We wanted to do all kinds of shit. We ended mm-hmm. up not doing because Like, we was in the hotel room till like, about noon every day just trying to get her stable. So half the people we wanted to kind of fuck around and go see, we ended up not being able to go see. Mm -hmm. But what did happen, though, Wes, the fishing trip happened. Oh, did it? It happened? You forgot I told you about the fishing trip. I did for a half a second. The fishing trip happened, bro. So for those of y'all that might not be up on game or maybe forgot, like, uh, we had a fishing trip planned for the guys. It was my dad my son, my brother and his son. Uh shout out to my brother Devin and his kids. Mm-hmm. They all went. I didn't even know my dad had like seven of his homies that all came. It was like a 20-person fishing boat.
2: Oh, that's lit. And
0: it was 14 of us on it.
2: So oh, like yeah, this was, was really a
0: fishing trip my dad planned. Like I had no idea he was planning to do it this big. But I was super excited. Like mm-hmm. I could tell I was super excited cuz my son even like told me at one point like dad you were you're really excited about your, this. Your
2: energy's really up right now, dude. Yeah, like, like I
0: kept talking about it. Like we, <laughs> we found ourselves, we was at the fishing store cause I had to go get a license for the day. We was at Walmart mm-hmm. getting gloves. I'm telling him about how I'm scared to touch fish fins. Like I I must've had like nostalgia beaming out of my eyes cause at one to. point my son just stopped me like that. And he wasn't even like trying to clown me or telling me to stop like, he like kind of had a smile on his face like that. I have never seen you this like full of light
2: this, before. He wanted to ask you, do you see yourself right now, man? <laughs> yeah, kind like of
0: like he was like, Yeah, you glowing right now, then I like I had to stop and kind of look at myself like, damn, I really am. Like I'm I really looking forward to spending this time with my pops, man. I think it I
2: think it's I think it I think it goes back to something that I said before on here. Like when I told you, like when you had asked me the question, like, do your parents look at you. You know what I'm saying, like a child or like an adult. Mm-hmm. At this point, mm-hmm. and I was telling you about like when my mom came out. Like I feel like now she do, but like I think it's just something when your parents come around that you always revert back. You revert. You revert. And especially when you get to doing shit that you, you that you that you did as a kid. Like nigga, when we was down in fucking Tampa, we went to go have hibachi. Like my mom went. Like shit, we sitting at the table. Shit, the bill came. Shit, send it to that lady. Like we just like this is no- <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> like I'm Bro, you- so nostalgic. We did this for a long time.
0: You you know how how I know you're so right, so okay, we fished up on Lake Erie. That's mm-hmm. we went all the way to the top of Ohio yeah, to go yeah. fish at the like little peninsula. That was a, y'all went you on would a have trip. to know you would have to know Ohio. Somebody to even know wait, Ohio
2: has a peninsula. Did somebody tow the boat?
0: Kind of hard to describe, but no. all right,
2: we don't got to go there. But
0: in, all right. So I I know you're right because it was a three, three and a half hour trip up to where we went to fish up on Lake Erie, right? Mm-hmm. We rode with my dad. It was me, my son, my brother, my nephew, and my dad all in the car. Mm-hmm. It was like 4 a.m. We driving in the pitch black super early in the morning trying to make it up to Lake Erie before the sun comes up. Cause this the is only thing that about. sounds
2: like it's missing from this part of the story is an egg McMuffin.
0: We got that when we got up there. On Mamas, we got that when we got up there. They weren't open yet. <laughs> listen, I this can... is how I know you be right, bro. You are the <laughs> pod guy. Do you not know that? <laughs> anyway, listen.
2: Oh, this is how I
0: know you're right. I sat instinctively in the back seat. I just got in the backseat. You know why I got in the backseat? Because my Cause brother older was, brother in the was car. there.
1: Your my brother, was brother was there. You get in the, the back, car. nigga.
0: Like I'm probably three feet taller than my older brother, but my older brother was in the car. I got my ass in the back,
2: and that's so funny. I did the same thing to my brother when we was in Tampa. Like I was about to sit in the front, but like he's he funny like that sometimes. I'm he want to sit in the back, so I asked him like, "Bro, where do you want to ride?" And He was like, "I'm sitting in the front, nigga." All right, well come on. What? Like you I don't, don't care. Like yeah, I'm right. not about to argue with you're saying the shotgun situation, but like I need to know. Man. But like but it definitely that, goes right? that way. Yeah.
0: Not only that, you know me well enough outside of the podcast and us talking for a half an hour every week. All I do is talk. I will be trying to tell my wife I'm trying to shut up. When we try to watch our shows, I will be trying to shut up. I talk too fucking much. The reason we have this podcast is because I talk too much already and we need to just record some of this shit, right? So I got to so, get
2: some of this shit out, man. Somebody got to hear this. I got to
0: get some of this shit out. So I'm sitting in the truck. With my dad, we got fishing supplies in the back. My son is asleep with his head on my shoulder. Like this is the most quintessential family shit ever, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Only
0: people awake is my dad, my brother, and me. We talking about old times. You gotta talk about old times. That dad, dad is playing old school music on his playlist. Because that's we what having he a good time talking about when we was kids. They talking about New Jack Swing music and Johnny Gill and Keith Sweat and all this shit. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nothing.
1: (laughs) Nothing. Soaking
0: it in. I'm keeping my big mouth shut. You know why? Because my older brother and my dad was in the car. (laughs) Like I didn't realize. Like all these things they're talking about in the front seat. Like I, I I normally would just be tripping over myself to engage and argue their opinions down. And like I'm Mr. Argue Man, especially (laughs) when it comes to music. But my dad and my brother was in the front seat and. All I wanted to do was just listen, bro. And it was just so dope to be like back in that. Like, I felt like I had a box and a tail again, bro. Like, it was so fucking awesome to just be back in that environment again. So we did that. We drove all the way up. His homies drove up behind us. Devin and him met us all the way at the tippity top of northern Ohio at the peninsula. And then there's like this like fishing shack when you get up there, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't even open yet when we got there. So that's when we went and got our Egg McMuffins because we was like, hey, it's going to be another hour, 45 minutes for this fishing place. Jesus Christ. That we rent the boat from and we need our tackle from and shit like that. So we was like, let's run to the McDonald's down the road and grab us some Egg McMuffins. Right. We go down there. Now we have to drive along the coast to get to the McDonald's. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. As we're driving along the coast, it's starting to get a little bit later in the morning. So we're starting to get a little bit of light but nothing too crazy. But we all look over and notice we're looking at Lake Erie and we're seeing way too many white tips. Like, it's white tip crazy out there? And mm-hmm. those of y'all that know water or no fishing or no boats, white tips ain't good. That means that the waves are high mm-hmm. and the water is rough. Yeah, and we it's just going down. Looking. And nobody really wants to talk about it. We just going for the <laughs> Egg McMuffin. We right. all said it. We all said something, and we all ignored it. So we went and got the Ed McMuffins. Everybody kind of pulled around. For some reason, I don't know if this was related to us being close to the water, but like we pulled around the McDonald's and we started to park so we could get out and get the food. Because, you know, when you got big orders and a bunch of people want to yeah, yeah, yeah. so go You got to go inside.
2: You have you have to, people. No, say that they because we're to talking inside. to each other like, because we have make five sense. five
0: specific orders and go through the drive-thru.
2: You have to go inside, people.
0: Why don't people do that?
2: I don't want to digress. Don't I, Is it I, cultural can, you think? I, no, it's lazy. Oh, you think it's it, what, what other see, reason I don't is even
0: there? like repeat myself that much. That's why I just go inside because I don't Fam, want to be screaming at this. When you the
2: see, speaker. when you see people join drive through lines that are wrapped around a building, when you can go in, what's the fucking excuse?
0: I hate that too. The
2: only place that works at is Chick-fil-A and I still don't do it there either. Most Chick-fil- times, I'll, I'll pass yeah. the, like, I know they got it together because I know they got people outside working and doing all types of shit, with but clipboard. yeah, I don't, I don't be having time for that all the time. So uh, again, I don't want to so, digress too long, but right. people, you got to go inside when you, you A, don't know inside. what you want, or you B, got a lot going on.
0: And that's the best way to not get your order fucked up, especially oh. if you got a bunch of different <laughs> I tell combos. my wife all the time,
2: like sometimes you just got to go look people dead in their face so you get the shit right. That's how you know.
0: Because you can see in their eyes when they're going to fuck it up because yep. you can stop them
2: yep, right there you can there stop at the
0: pass. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, we start to get out. we, We get ready to hop out, but then we notice the entire McDonald's is just covered in fucking like, I don't know... If there was locusts or oh, mosquitoes, man. it was some kind of fishing bug that my dad recognized, like, literally just off first time. He was like, oh, them is, them is locust squirrels. I'm like, what? I never heard of these. Like, these weird-ass triangle-shaped bugs completely yeah. covering the McDonald's. So nobody wanted to touch the door to even go inside. So we was like, right. yes, we're going through the drive-thru. So we went through the drive-thru, got our little and food. That's acceptable. Back
2: See, that's down. acceptable, though, right there. We like, try. Cool with that. We try.
0: Now- what I didn't tell you was, it was cold, bro. It was cold. Like, this was a very cold, windy morning, as you probably would guess from the white tips and how mm-hmm. vicious the waves was and stuff when we saw it and We thought maybe it would calm, but shit, even if it don't calm, we up here now. Like, we are going right. fishing. Like, you don't, right. one thing about a fishing trip, especially on a boat, you don't back out of a fishing trip. You just deal with whatever comes. You know what I mean? So, right. fishing place finally <laughs> opened up. We pouring that motherfucker 10, 12, 14 deep. We grabbing tackle, we grabbing this, that, and we all talking about how cold and unprepared we was (laughs) because some people wore shorts and t shirts. My brother almost wore a beater. And I'm talking about it was like 54, 55 degrees. No, sir. It was that kind of, and windy. So we all sitting here trying to figure out like, what are we going to do? I'm doing the, bro, I'm committing the absolute cardinal sin, right? I had on my basketball shorts that I thought I was going to wear, but I just so happened to bring my jeans with me Look that I you. kept with me overnight because I stayed with my brother. I put jeans
2: over, over the basketball over shorts. Basketball but shorts. you want to know what? This is another excusable event. I'll give on this goddamn fishing trip. I needed trip it, bro. Like, if you stay so ready, gross. you ain't got to get ready.
0: That's what I'm saying. I felt so gross, but I had to do it. But even then, even with the jeans over the basketball shorts, my arms start shivering. I'm like, ooh, this is really cold. We go in the bait and tackle store They actually have souvenir clothing in there, like hoodies, T-shirts, shit like that. And it was mostly like hoodies and crew necks and zip up little uh, old Navy fleece type shirts. You know what I mean? So they yeah. must know that a lot of people come up there unprepared for I'm how prepared. actually cold it is <laughs> off the water. They know that. For already. sure. You know how I know they know? Because a lot of these sweaters was like 50 bucks. Of course, and
2: and you're gonna pay that if you're cold. Yeah, you're gonna pay that if you're you're cold.
0: Cause I even looked up on my phone where the closest Walmart is. I hear y'all screaming into y'all's headphones right now. You got to run to Walmart. (laughs) The closest Walmart was a hundred miles away. (laughs) They was getting them fifty dollars sweaters off, bro. So my my brother, my nephew, they was they was smart enough to dig through these uh these racks enough to find some clearance sweaters. So we found some clearance sweaters for about twenty bucks a pop. And we just started buying them shits up, bro. We bought them out, all they cheap sweaters, and we get on the boat. So where we went to fish at on this trip, west was about 20 to 30 minutes from the actual, like, where we got on the boat at. So we had to, like, what do you call it, drive, float, boat? We had to boat out 20 to 30, 40 minutes to our actual fishing spot. West, the waves in this water was about three to four feet high
2: y'all was getting it in it was
0: tossing this boat around like it wasn't shit and this the boat was pretty big bro like it was a sizable boat Yeah, I was so, out
2: there y'all was out there looking like lieutenant dan and forrest gump
0: we absolutely was bro so <laughs> as we was making our way to the spot like you know you hearing the engine is like, and you hitting the way yeah.
1: boom boom mm, boom right.
0: it's fun at this point we all kind of looking at each other laughing, and we shaking around like, man, this
2: shit. is
1: crazy, bro. We in it we now. We having
0: a blast. Water's splashing up in your face. We having a blast. But what we didn't realize was as soon as the boat stops, like, it's forward trajectory, that's when the motion sickness kicks,
2: kicks Absolutely, in. Absolutely, because it not And I stop. shit
0: you not, Wes, as soon as the, the captain turned the engine off and was like, here's our spot. My nephew threw up in the in the in the chum <laughs> bucket immediately, bro. Like immediately. All oh, you heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's throwing up. We all trying to see about him. We nigga getting him the pretzel rods. You know, you gotta get on the pretzels and they stuff a little, little pretzel in you <laughs> The bro. pretzel right. Here's a little pretzel, here's a little bit of water, bro. We all pack snacks and shit. Right. Now, why we pack snacks as anybody's guess? Because nobody had an appetite after this shit. Let me tell
2: I'm you. I'm sure.
0: After he started throwing up, one of my dad's older homies started throwing up. He pulled another throw bucket, puts it between his legs, gets in a hunched over position, puts his head down. <laughs> that sounds like and an old nigga for growing. you,
2: boy. He like, bro, I know myself. It's about nigga. to go down.
0: He starts throwing up. So we all starting to like put our worms on our lines and shit like that, which, by the way, is the nastiest part about fishing, bro. Terrible. I don't know how much of a fishing nigga you is, bro, but I have always hated taking a live worm and piercing its body like can't do it and then the worm they like tense up when you start stabbing them so you like can't feel their pain do it it's disgusting bro like <laughs> I'm, I'm explaining to my son how to do it because you know this is father-son time and i'm trying to teach my son like out of, is, through his, out of this spicy through is, his face
2: out of his spicy as fuck on the <laughs> boat talk about something hmm, daddy can you do this for me? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I'm trying
0: to walk my son through how to fucking put the shit. I'm like, you got to take the worm. You got to put the 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 hook, the sharp part, through its face, drag it through its body, and pull it out through its ass to the poops in your hands. Oh, my like, God. you trying to tell him how to do it, and I'm hating it as it is. But as I'm doing this, and we're trying to get our poles ready, we're casting out and shit, and I'm looking around, and every 20, 30 minutes, another nigga go down.
1: <laughs> they you started off one-
0: the
2: boat. At what point in time did you start wondering when your time was coming? Immediately. Right now.
0: Immediately. Cause <laughs> look, now I had to lie to my dad. Cause my dad turned around at one point and looked at me and was like, D, you all right? And I was like, Dad, I go on cruise. I, I show him a little flex on. Dad, we do cruise. I'm built for this. I'm not, I don't get seasick. I look I at my the son, flex I'm like, sign. I flex to my dad. I'm like, I don't get seasick. I turn to my son, Jay. Do we get seasick? Jay like, hmm <laughs> So I had to I had to man up and flex to my dad because I can't let him know that I'm really worried about this. So I'm cool though. Like I start feeling myself get a little queasy here and there, but then like that's when you kind of gotta like focus on the horizon or start taking deep, controlled breaths. And you can you gotta for the hyper most focus. part, you got hyperfocus for the I, most. I talk part about you, it all the time. You can subside it. You know what I'm saying? But here's what <sighs> sometimes got me. it's hard work. It was a point where so many people was getting sick and throwing up off the side of the boat. To the right of me, old nigga was throwing up. Behind me, the old nigga from the beginning was still hunched over over his bucket throwing up. My nephew was just starting to get better. Dude to the left of me was throwing up. So I'm like, okay, if this C don't get me, just the sound and smell of these niggas throwing up is going to make me throw up. Sick.
2: So I packed you my You, you trained for this. You've been living in New Mexico for four years training for this moment. <laughs> this, <And> you- <laughs> this
0: is what I've been waiting for. So I packed up my ride, bro. And I, I tap my son. I'm like, Jack, we're going to go to the other side of the boat. We're going to sit next to Uncle Dev. We got to get away
2: we from gonna these And we're going
0: to fish niggas. with him because Uncle Dev ain't getting sick. I can't keep sitting on the sick side of the boat because eventually I'm going to get sick because <laughs> these niggas are getting sick. So he are like, hey, cool, bad influences
2: so, on my life.
0: That's what I'm saying. So I pack my little rod up. I switch sides of the boat, get next to my uh, homeboy, Dev. I'm chopping up with him. I'm like, bro, how you doing over here? You're like, this is cool, man. It's a little rough, but it's cool. So I'm casting out, talking to him, getting my shit together, teaching my son how to fish. I'm handing him the pole. He's enjoying it, bro. Like, my son is not the outdoorsy nigga. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. likes to be in his room, in front of his computer, talking to his online friends. But he really got into fishing, bro. He really got into fishing. And at one point, I actually caught me a nice-sized walleye. Now, mm-hmm. walleye is what you want to catch out of Lake Erie pretty much right right uh what you don't want to catch is what's called like sheephead like they're gross you can't <laughs> eat them they're stupid like this is the kind of fish that when you catch it you like stomp on his head and throw it back in the water like you don't yep. want this fish so that's all people was catching i caught a nice size walleye made my dad proud he was like you got it yeah this was supposed don't even trip dog you know what i mean i'm feeling good like right. I don't I do smiling start. like an
2: eight-year-old again
0: Bam! My, my dad proud of me. That's all I need. I don't need to do nothing else today. I literally, I'm <laughs> handing my pole to my son now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm
2: out. Done. Like I'm tapped. I'm tapped. Yeah, I'm tapped. I got enough. Yeah, my meter's full. So,
0: yeah. So he's loving it. My son is love. He's loving casting, reeling, rebaiting. Like he's loving. It. I can tell now. He's starting to get hyper focused on when to catch him a fish. Right. Looking over, talking to my homeboy Deb because I don't already caught my fish. I am good. I start noticing. That he's like kind of covering his mouth with his shirt, cause he's starting to kind of go down a little bit. But he's hyper focusing. He's doing all right. I'm trying to talk him steady. Like that's my dude. I'm like, you good, bro? That's a good idea. Putting your towel in front of your face and so you don't smell no fumes. This, this, this. Now I find myself I'm talking too much, <laughs> and then I go, <laughs> shit.
2: "Oh shit!" <laughs> And then the alarms and the sirens started going off in your head like, oh no.
0: I'm in the middle of talking to my nigga and I go, Bro, and I don't know if you've ever like, I don't know if you've ever seasick heaved. I've never gotten seasick, bro. But when you get seasick, your eyes bulge out of your head. Because I didn't have nothing in my stomach. That McDonald's was long gone, bro. It was long gone. So now I'm heaving. Leaning over the side of the boat, trying to get something to come out. My dad looks down at me with his fishing pole in his hand. He goes, "You all right, man? You good, D? (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to be straight. I'm looking at him and my brother, and I'm like, nah. (laughs) Like you know that thought when you're trying to talk through it, but your body is still like the muscles in your stomach are tightening."
2: Bro, Cause bro, I'm still trying to prove he alright <laughs> I got, I got, got literal well.
0: Wes I got literal Vomit tears streaming down my face <laughs> and I'm trying To be alright for my dad Like dad I'm, <laughs> I'm good
1: <gonna." laughs> He trying to be alright for his dad <laughs> now,
0: now nothing ever came up But I did dry heave And then once I got done dry heaving I felt kind of all right. Like, Ugh. I felt like I got something out of my system. And I didn't get sick again for the rest of the trip, right?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Caught a couple other bad fish, shit like that. When it was time to kind of wrap up the trip, we was out on the water, west for six hours. Long day. We was on the water. I, let me say this again. Ooh. We was on Lake Erie on yeah. this fishing boat for six hours hours it was an amazing time i'm not saying that to be like we was out there too long oh, i just need goodness. you to understand how long we was on the water so i can tell you this next part okay my dad told me that i told you bent over in front of the bucket as soon as we stopped the boat never casted a single line into the water six he stayed hours he was down down in front of the bucket for six and a half Ooh. hours bro like i'm looking around and, you know, I was so caught up in what my son was doing and talking to my homie and having fun with my nephews and all of that, that I didn't realize how many people had gotten sick. I turn around, West. there was a whole grown man laying down on the floor of the fishing boat from throwing up and being sick. And I was just like pondering to myself, talking to my nephew like, I wonder how sick you got to be to lay on the floor of a fishing boat. Like, Yo you know niggas. how nasty the floor of a fishing boat right,
2: is? Right, right. Y'all niggas looking like, like a Titanic lifeboat. It's
0: fish eyes on that bitch. It's worm mm. guts. It's uh pee water. It's
2: He bro, He already it, made up in his mind he's throwing all of that shit away. Like, he, he made his decision so mad when he went to the, the floor. He don't care. Like, this is where shit, I'm at today.
0: Bro, I Fishing is such a fun activity. But there's so many aspects of it that are disgusting, bro. Like, Absolutely. Whenever niggas go fishing, you notice like people always pack sandwiches and some drinks and stuff like that. But right, where are you washing your hands at to eat this peanut right. butter and jelly? Right. Like I just right. got right. done. I just <clears throat> got done putting a, a a hook through a worm's face all the way through its asshole, and you know they get all slimy and shit when you killing right. them. So then you just wipe that on your pants leg, and then I'm supposed to just eat like PB and grape jelly after that
2: yeah you're supposed to bring your own paper towels and hand sanitizer so that way you can you know eat while you're out but, there on the water
0: but here you go though who wants to be the nigga to break out hand sanitizer on the fishing trip
2: i mean it's I covid times those, man bro. you might you might be you might be okay right now like you don't i can't whatever. do that to
0: my dad i can't do that i, mean, to I feel my that dad, that's, that's
2: that's a different that's a different conversation that's a whole different conversation yeah,
0: for sure but we had an absolute blast on the fishing trip man absolute blast uh, we only caught like two or three fish worth keeping, mm-hmm. which I know was a bummer for my dad. Cause I'm sure it probably costs a lot of money to get that fishing trip set up and all of that. Sure. But that's part of fishing. Like you kind of understand, like it's going to be what it is. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have good days. Sometimes you have bad days. And my dad is a fisherman. So he gets the hell out of that. But what I found super dope and commendable was the next day I was trying to track him down so we can come by and see him so he could see you know, Cameron and Donovan, because mm-hmm. he hadn't seen them. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm right. hitting him up on his phone like, hey, man, we out here in front of the crib. I see your truck is here. Uh, I brought the kid by you, you in here. He was like, <laughs> oh, man, I'm up here on Lake Erie, man. He had went back.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a real fisherman for your ass <laughs> right real, there. real,
0: bro. He had nah, went that's all real. the way back. He wasn't going to let it beat him. He was not going to let it beat him, bro. He went all the way back up on Eric, and he yeah, caught nah, him by the good 14 keepers, bro.
2: Yeah, he was like, I ain't playing with y'all niggas. All you sick niggas, get off my boat. Keep
1: For the fish sure. away.
0: Absolute so. shout out to my dad. And I found out on the trip that he listens to this. So uh nice. up, <laughs> sweaty pops? conversations, sweaty conversations. I got to watch how much crazy <laughs> stuff i say on here, but I, I don't. He, he's Never. cool don't with it. That. But, like, that's one of them things, though, where it's like, Sure, he cool with it. Sure, I'm grown. Sure, I got a family of my own. But this is just always going to be like that level of respect
2: where you got to- Of course. Always. You know,
0: but we had an amazing time, bro. Amazing time on the fishing trip. I got other things to talk about. I don't know if you want me to get this all out all at once. Or if you want to come back around.
2: It just just depends on how long you want to talk today, what else you want to talk about. Because I could take more trip talk because this is fun.
0: Let me give you a little bit more trip talk because we have to talk about this second thing, Right. So another thing we did, of course, you know, you got to visit your people. You got to spend time with your people.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And
0: uh, so I had a night out with the homies. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to all Dude Ship. Everybody in Dude Ship knows who Dude Ship is. We went out, had some drinks, uh, and that was super cool. But, you know, I'm getting old now, bro. I'm getting Mm -hmm, old now. mm -hmm. Bro, we wrapped that Dude Ship night up about 8.30.
2: (laughs) That sounds bro, appropriate.
0: We went out and had some drinks at like 7. Glove took me around and showed me all the nice bars where they serve all the best mm-hmm. drinks. And you, Glove is the mayor, bro. Glove right. take you to right. a bar, you're going to drink good, you're going to talk good, you're going to have a good time. For and sure. And he's known me all my adult life. All my adult life he's known me. So mm-hmm. he could look in my eyes and tell that I was done. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Especially knowing that Cameron was at the hotel sick. Right. So he kind of was like, man... I already know, bro, like, we don't got to stay out all night. You ain't got to do all of this to try to please me. Like, I'm happy to see you. I'll be happy to take you back to the hotel after we have a couple more drinks, and you ain't got to be out all night. Right. Bro, that sounded better than chicken quesadillas, <laughs> bro. I wanted to <laughs> that hug that bro. nigga so bad. I was like, dog, you really get that's me, That's how it bro. go.
2: That's how he it go. He literally
0: swung me through White Castles and took me back to the hotel. I was back at the hotel that's by
2: 830. That's a good friend. Now, here's that's the a, That's a good friend it, who bro. understands.
0: He's a good friend. I understand. Here's the trouble of that, though, Wes. I'm getting back to the hotel about eight thirty, eight forty-five. My wife had just started her girls' night out at mm. eight o'clock.
1: Mm. She
0: was just starting when we when dude shit was wrapping up. Yeah. So around eight forty-five, nine o'clock, my wife texts me like, "How how the being out with the homies go? Are you back at the hotel? I'm like, Yeah, I'm back at the hotel. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking
2: around. Like love
0: really loves yeah. me. He ain't gonna let me do myself <laughs> like that." And she was like. You know, I would really <laughs> like it if you came and hung, hung out with us. Look, so y'all don't see, but Wes is shaking his head. That's kind of what I was doing. I was like, I just got it. you, kinda, in. you don't I'm want
2: eating. to, but you kind of got to. I mean,
0: onion chips. And and she said, like, she said it would mean a lot. My wife don't throw words like it would mean a lot to me. Right. Around. And I'm like, right. well, if it would mean a lot, I got to do it. Like, you know right. what I mean? Now, it ain't me saying that I don't like hanging with her homegirls because I do. Mm-hmm. and you know what I mean aside from my wife asked me to come out I'ma come out I was excited to see the homegirls cause I hadn't really seen them neither so I'm mm-hmm. like cool fuck it she was like look I'll come get you right now if you wanna come out like if, if you'll come out for me I'll just come pick you up right now I will leave right now to come get you mm-hmm. I'm like alright come on I'll put my shoes back on so she comes back picks me up I'm with her and a couple of her homegirls now this is the part of the story where we gotta protect the names <laughs> shout out to each and every one of y'all We protect the names for the rest of the story. Now, we get there. It's our homegirls. We having some wine. We talking, catching up. It's super cool. An interesting thing happened during this part of the night, right? Okay. So one of the homegirls. Of course as she should. Got a nigga she be talking to off and on and all of that. And he's calling her phone while she's trying to chill with the homies and have a good night and stuff like that. Now, as her phone was ringing, she was explaining to us us how she really don't really fuck with the nigga like that, right? Yikes. Now, my wife gets on some shit where she's like, "Let me pick up the phone. Let me pick up the phone and fuck with him." The homie is like, "Go ahead. I don't care about this nigga." So <laughs> oh, my yeah, wife
2: she picks up like "The phone
0: at all." It's that's how you know she don't, fuck she with this don't nigga. like homie at all. My wife picks up the phone and starts putting on her, her disguise voice. Oh my! And he's goodness. going for it now. She's really fucking with this nigga bad. Now it's late thirty. You can tell this nigga like he want to fuck. He trying to come through. He trying to put he his. On I want to fuck. He that. on
2: the uh, you up text hours.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. So like, I'm trying to look at it from a nigga standpoint right because this is the home team you always roll with the home team but part of me is looking at it like bro I'm a nigga and I really feel bad for this nigga right now cuz he don't even know what's going on like he don't know how bad he's getting right.
2: clown right now right
0: so my wife is saying shit like you know I I guess the dude works at like a stadium or something and she's like oh babe so did you have like a hard day popping popcorn or what He's like, you can tell he's trying to like deflect what she's saying because he still want to fuck. You know what I mean?
1: But <laughs> she's, getting like,
0: she's getting disrespectful with this shit, fam. Like, <clears throat> oh, you know, are your feet tired from walking up so many stadium steps? Like, she is just giving this nigga hell. <laughs> she's <laughs> she laughing in the background. She's sloppy with the mute so you can hear us laughing in the background. Yikes. There's no way the nigga couldn't tell he wasn't on speakerphone. Like, there's no... But he's still <laughs> pushing through it, Wes.
1: He's Jesus. still pushing
0: through it. And I'm just like...
1: Jesus
0: this is how we be sounding? That's how he sound. This is how I knew it was over for bro. At one point he said, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You just don't be calling me no more. (laughs) When you say you just don't be calling me no more, it's a rap, right? Like if you ever find yourself saying
2: that, don't you got to ring the bell? It already, but see, that's why I thought. See, so yeah, originally I thought she might have been trying to, like, play your boy. But it sounds like this is well established that he know that she ain't really fucking with him. And at this point, he just, like, on number four or five on the late night calls Hell to Mary. see where he can get to. Because yeah. apparently, even if she don't like the nigga, like, she might be nice enough to still be answering. And, like, and, and it still, you know, throw the nigga off because what? what I, There was no, there would be no way I would stay on the phone for that. Did you have a hard day popping popcorn? Boop.
0: Oh, so you wouldn't stay for that. So let me tell you if you would stay for this. That ain't oh, even the worst God. thing she said to the nigga. So she on the phone fucking with this nigga, clicking on and off of me. We laughing in the background at how, like, she is just throwing this nigga every direction. She says at one point, the nigga asked, like, so what you doing? Like, you up with your friends? She's like, yeah, I'm with my friends. We all just sitting here. She says this. We all just sitting here, asshole, naked, chilling. She says this to the nigga, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I swear to God, I'm Girls not exaggerating. I'm not embellishing <laughs> this story at all. She says... I'm just sitting here with my friends. We sitting here naked, asshole naked, just chilling. He kind of giggles like you bullshitting. And she like, no, that's just what me and my girls do. I mean, what? So she like keeps pushing it to the where I don't know if the nigga actually genuinely believed it or he just wanted the fuck so bad he really didn't give a fuck what she was saying at this point. Right. But he kept going for it. He didn't hang up the phone. He stayed on the line. And I guess he was hoping that if all her and her friends was there, asshole naked, that maybe he would get an he invite to the join. asshole naked party. <laughs> I think that's what he was hoping. Like, well shit, if they already naked, all I gotta do is get the okay to come through and I might be fucking about three, four of these bitches, right? I'm
2: slaying my hammer through the dough. I'm in. <laughs> they
0: gonna need a hammer?
2: They gonna need all a these hammer. All gonna need a hammer, bro.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... I guess that's what he was thinking, but she just kept (laughs) stringing the nigga along and like hanging up on him and shit. And like, my question to you though, Wes, is how much should a nigga be willing to deal with just to get his dick wet? Like how, do we all sound like this?
2: fam, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like he sounded like he was on the desperate end of that joint. Like you said it was late 30. So I'm imagining, you know, I know how to crib operate. So late 30 is probably like 130 or later. Yeah, I mean somewhere around there. And like again, he had to be way down low on his roller decks, you feel me? Like so a you're saying it that don't even it don't even sound like he gotta go to. Like it's making me question her, like, did she ever get this nigga some pussy? Like
0: Oh, we we protect the name so I can say, but from what she told us, yes, but she said the nigga was whack. So, you know, the nigga slid way down on the priority list, which is understandable.
2: I mean, it is understandable, but how many times did she let him smack? Because that has, That's you know, a, it, it fucked with That's a nigga important. mind. Like, if he was whacked one time, and you know, maybe maybe you double back to see if it was really whack. But then if you hit him a third time, like, he think he got some keys. Yeah, he think he got some he keys right there a third time. Whacked. Like, a real nigga might just be done after the third time. But if he want to keep hitting it, like, after the third time, he think he can call you at late 30 and be like, hey, what you doing? Is you up? Like, I'm trying to come smack. So
0: this is why I fuck with you, because this is where my mind was going, too. I was starting to think, like, sure, this nigga sounds like a clown right now over the phone. But if the nigga did hit a few times, it kind of almost don't matter how I'm looking right now, because the nigga can always go home to that consolation prize. Like, I mean, I did fuck, like.
2: I mean, but how? Let's, I mean, let's talk. I mean, how, I don't know if we're the right are you guys to have this to look, conversation. Though. Not even right. that, but like, how how great of a how great of a constellation prize is that really to be able to say that? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you
1: mm.
2: if you hit a babe, I mean, because let's say this: like, I I don't even want to call it victim, but I've been in a situation where shit, I tore a chick down like a few times a week for like two weeks, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't think it was whack and I, you know what I'm saying? I never got no whack fit. Cause like I said, I I hit it a lot of times in two weeks fam. Like, and it went from zero to a hundred real quick is all I'm going to say when it come to that. Mm-hmm. Like I hit it one time and the bitch was like, Oh no, like we got to go all the way there. Like I was like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, young and dumb. <laughs> well, let's fucking go. Like,
0: I guess we're going then, there.
2: Yeah. I guess we're going there. And then like after two weeks I hear from the bitch no more. I didn't particularly care. You know what I'm saying? But that, that, I guess if, and I did run back into that babe one day, like, and I was like, yo, what's up? Like, holla at me. Like, fuck with me. And She was like, all right. Like, and I still never heard from the bitch, but it never like did anything to my ego or nothing mm. like that. And like, I do still got the card in the back of my head that, yeah, I hit, but that would never be something that I would say out loud if, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes niggas like See, that's why like I the, fuck with you. That's yeah, why niggas why I will want to, want posture. Like,
0: I, I would never want to carry that around. I know I'm ultimate married, nigga, but I, I just, I know my personality well enough to know I would never want to carry around an, oh, I fucked you type attitude. Like,
1: nigga, yeah, that's,
2: that's, like, that's what I mean. Cause not, I don't want to say it like that, but like, I, I kind of hit a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. that, what does that mean? Like, for real, for real. Like, you was a you was a point in time of my life when I was out here, you know, hot boy, before it was vaxxed that thing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was out here getting it in at a point in time. And like it, like I said, it don't make me feel no type of way. So, like, I like I said, I guess maybe now is, you know, we might be the wrong dudes to discuss it. But, like, I'm just trying to think about any chick that even if I wanted to, like, on some nice shit, say what's up to her. You know what I'm saying? Or be out somewhere and see her and say what's up to her. She front on me. And that would... I, I ain't even gonna. Fry, I guess silently, you know what I'm saying. That would be my thing. Like, girl, you all you acting funny. Like, I, I still, you know what I'm saying. But again, I'm never gonna say it out. And I'm never. I guess I'm never gonna treat her no type of way. Like, oh, you just acted funny. Like, that's cool. But again, For I'm sure. never gonna say it out loud. And like, you know what the fuck is up though. <laughs> like, hey, you know you. Hey,
0: <laughs> Let, let's let's tangent a little bit. Now I know you haven't had. I'm gonna call it the pleasure. I know you haven't <laughs> the had pleasure. the pleasure of dealing with this because y'all married y'all are in Arizona now, but I do want to ask you how you would handle this situation. Like now that you are full on married, never getting married again, like you really like you in here, I guess we'll change it from you really out here to you really in here (laughs) for sure. And how would you handle had you just happened to be still in Ohio Uh and you and your wife was out and about and you ran across one of the ones that, you know, you used to play along with and shit like that. Like how, What's the appropriate way to handle coming across a chick you used to fuck when you with your wife? Like, I know ignoring them completely isn't the answer, question mark. Nah. But you got to show respect to your wife. Like, you don't want to be all, like, cousin and all of that shit. So, like, what's the right way to play that?
2: I guess you know one. It's it's definitely a read the room type of situation because Absolutely. not speaking might be the most appropriate thing to do. Honestly, you know what I'm saying, Depending like huh? to put to put. And like, I don't even want to say that people be on those sneaky shit. But sometimes, like, people have people have dealt with people and people have gone through shit with people that they don't necessarily think about until they see that person again. You know what I'm saying? So if I happen to run into somebody that I might have hit on a night or something, I might be like, oh shit, like, but I might not speak to her. You know what I'm saying? Just offer of some. And I guess that's that that I guess that supports my real stance is that nine times out of ten she probably will have to come speak to me, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and like hopefully she's read the room and understands that i'm I'm here with a woman like i gotta you know what I'm saying like pay attention. Like I'm, I'm here. So if you go and come speak, like you got to come be respectful. Like don't, don't come on no, no, no funky shit. But again, you got to read the room. And like, if we speak, like we got to speak, but like, uh, also, I'm just, like, I'm not about to stun on my wife. Like you're definitely about to get introduced right. to my wife. Like, and more than likely when you walk away, I'm going to have to tell my wife, like, yeah. Wait, she back walked- up real
0: quick. You introduce right away or no introduce? Cause that's yeah, important.
2: I, I mean, Hey, Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? This is my wife. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, Blaze Skip, how you doing? You know, I'm like, well, I, I'm going to I'm gonna acknowledge you, but within that same breath, I'm absolutely introducing you to my wife.
0: Yeah, okay. I was going to yeah. say, because that's important, I think. Like, I yeah. think women would say, without having one here to attest, but I think they would say, like, nah, you need to introduce me. You need to make it known. that." Which, respectfully, ain't like they got to ask us to do that, because we all got common sense. Like, I, this is my wife, and now do you make it a point to tell your wife who this is? Not like, oh, I used to fuck her, but like, this is... Jaquela, like, or do you just be like? Oh, this is.
2: I mean, like, how know, much one, importance once, do you put on
0: the other? Group, one, is
2: what I mean. Once the once the once the conversation, you know, once the, the the interactions over, and she walks away. Nine to out of ten, I probably would tell my wife because my not my wife is probably gonna ask me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not even on no, you know, jealousy type shit, but like, my yeah, wife, like no my wife is another. She's another. No she's another read the room type of situation. So my wife mm-hmm. is gonna read her and be like, she was happy to see you. She like you hit that,
0: funny. yeah. She was <laughs> waiting like, a lot. You hit
2: that, I'm be like. Yeah, you know I did. But, like, you know what I'm saying? And we can move <laughs> on from there. Like, I but did that in my 20s, so you know yeah, she didn't like
0: like right
2: that. Yeah, that's what, like, even if I, I, I mean, it kind of happened, you know what I'm saying, before we left the crib. Like, of course, we wasn't married, but, like, I was there with her. Like, we were sitting at the bar, and I seen a chick that I used to fuck with. Like, she, once, I saw her long before she saw me. But, like, once she saw mm-hmm. me, she got up. She came over. She spoke. She got introduced to my wife. Like, and we, you know what I'm saying? We went from there. And when she walked away, yeah, babe, me and her used to talk for a while. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Clean. Like, yeah, because that ain't man, I'm so I'm so far removed from like getting to know a chick and letting her know that I'm interested in maybe a relationship. Like, I'm so far <laughs> removed from shit like that, that there's nobody who could really, you know what I'm saying? I hold that over my head about nothing. Like, you got to move around.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel for people that like because, you know, that there are people out there in the world that like their relationships ain't sturdy enough to be able to have that that clean of a exchange. You know what I mean? Like there's right, some niggas right, out there right. that can't even say to their girl, like, oh, this is such and such. Like she better see, not even I've, walk over here. I don't understand how those humans exist.
2: I mean, life. it's a it's it's a you know one of them it's a part of pick and choose your battles one. Cause some 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 situations, some people you might just want to avoid because of the type of people that they are. Like you might not you might be done giving certain people the benefit of the doubt in that situation. Like I can't even be nice to this hoe like she gonna act out I don't, you know what I'm saying. I just don't got no time for it for real, for real. But like like, you know, I'm I'm just a, I'm just a read the room type of soldier for real, for real. Like, but I've also known you
0: to be one of them guys that like, I, I can't speak for all cause I don't know all of your business, but any of your <laughs> business that I do know is like these women that you have dealt with have enough sense in them to not act a fool. Like, I don't think you got a lot of act of fools on your track
2: record. Right yeah. Right. Nah, absolutely not. Cause that's and not my that's steel though, yeah, That's purposefully yeah.
0: though. Like that ain't just like, yeah. you just won the act the fool lottery. Like. I think niggas gotta be a little bit more choosy with they dick so they don't be out here in <laughs> weird situations at the CNS.
2: That that part too. Like, and you know, certain certain uh levels of transparency at a certain point in time. Like sometimes you gotta let certain people know exactly what the fuck it is. Like. Right. For I ain't sure. about the I ain't about to pussy foot with you.
0: No, nah, absolutely not. Moving to a completely different subject. Fuck Kanye mm-hmm. West,
2: bro. You're going with, whoa, I didn't see this one coming now. I ain't, I ain't even going yeah, to like Yeah, like, just fuck
0: it, bro. <laughs> just fuck it, bro. Look, listen, man. I know it's been a while since we talked to y'all. We ain't really talked <laughs> about much news here on the show today, but I, I got to get this out. I got to get this out because I know we love Kanye West here on the show and I still love mm-hmm. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. But fuck Kanye West, bro. Like, and here's why I say it, Wes. I got to be equal rights. <laughs> It's fuck Kanye West for the same reason as fuck Lauryn Hill, like he cannot keep doing this, bro. Like he just gonna keep doing. At this point, let, let's okay.
2: Let me let me stretch. Is it I'm the busy, same bro. though? Because we I'm, know we gonna get it.
0: I'm ready to get busy, bro. Are you ready to get busy with me? Let's get busy, bro. Because I'm sick of this nigga with this shit. Okay. College dropout, classic late mm-hmm. registration. Classic. classic. Graduation. Classic. classic. 808 and Heartbreaks. Classic. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Classic. Life of Pablo. Decent. More than decent. If you want to say that ain't a classic, but it's high level music, okay? That's yeah, a lot of real. fantastic albums. Yeezus. Super solid. I almost forgot. I'm sorry, y'all. But after those, it's a whole lot of mid, fam. Whole lot of Right. We talked about yay on here before we even had good quality on our podcast. We know (laughs) that album ain't good. We not going to sit here and play games, bro. Kids see ghosts ain't good, bro. I don't care what niggas are saying. I don't care how many shirts y'all wear with it on there. That shit ain't good. Jesus is trash. All that shit is trash, bro. (laughs) Now, if...
2: I think it was called Jesus is King. I don't want you to just say Jesus is trash. That was, that was hard. That was out of po- <laughs> that was, right.
0: that was so way out of pocket. <laughs> if he drops this Donda and it sounds like what he previewed on that stage is going to be trash again, bro. Like Kanye got to leave the gospel sound alone. Just period, bro. Like th- he got to stop this shit, bro. When are we going to tell him he got to stop it? <sighs>
2: I guess, yes, he gotta I guess I'm stop just,
0: it, bro.
2: I guess I'm just not understanding the approach. Like I, I, and of course I told you, I didn't hear the only thing that I heard from, you know, the, the, the album listening party was the Jay-Z verse. I didn't really hear anything else, honestly. I heard that too. So I was I happy for that. I don't really, yeah. I mean, that's a happy moment for sure. But like, I don't really know what anything really sounds like on the album. And like, I guess I'm. And again, maybe because I don't know, I haven't heard anything, but I wasn't getting gospel album vibes from this entire rollout. Like, this is this is a very gaudy album, is what it's seeming like. Like you want to print out, yeah, Mercedes Benz Stadium, and you want to be the only like it's it's the Kanye antics. Like this is the shit that where he's done this his entire fucking career. Like it's it's nothing new, and I think I think that's what makes it familiar and what gets people excited but for real Kanye fans were like dude
0: we're over this rollout man yeah I mean,
2: we we over this roll like and, and especially when we when Kanye fans are really just yearning for the music from him like and we need we need the, the music again, fam bro. yeah i want to feel that music that you made at one point in time and it's like you know you Kanye is it, it seems like Kanye still does stuff to try to prove a point to people like you put okay. this you put this listening party together last minute and you got 40 50 60 70,000 people to come to Merced. okay I but like that's yay. Le- I'm not even mad at it. That's yay level shit. That you ha- you hold the keys to do shit like that. But I I feel like once he sees that he has those keys, he abuses that power because to mm. pack all them people in that stadium and not drop that album the next day, bro. They waited you're two playing. hours
0: for it to even come out. Let's not forget.
2: Like yeah, yeah we yeah, we yeah, sweep some I don't details
0: even, under the rug. Fucking yeah, with Ye, I, but They sat there for definitely. two hours.
2: I don't even. I don't even because that's yay. That's what yay does. Like if you fu- if you know yay, yay is never on time for. Nothing, you know, what I'm saying he it come out when he fucking feel like it, bro. No, none of that shit is just people <laughs> sitting there, paying, there $50 yeah, he, playing, he, paying $50 for chicken tenders. Yeah, paying $50 for chicken tenders and shit. You feel me? But like that, that's where it goes left for me. And that's even why I hate you the that next day. Had an like,
0: indoor fire festival cooking for two hours.
2: Yeah, like that's why I asked you the next day, like because of the Jay Z verse. Like, I specifically asked that, like, did he drop this on title? Like, no, all right. Bad, like I just wanted to <laughs> make sure it wasn't anything it? different, yeah, than than th- what I than what I expected, and it's like again, I just don't like, uh, like, and maybe you are right. I wasn't getting the Laura Hill comparison, but now I'm getting it, fam. You can't keep having me show up because you're about to come and do something here. Have me wait two and three hours and then be like, nah, I ain't coming. Never mind. You ha- And then, like, I, I forget what I was listening to, but, you know, I feel like at this point, he missed his moment. Like, this nigga could have dropped that album the next day and probably done 500. He, he, you know he what I'm killed. saying? Because
0: the, the excitement was he high. He could have
2: done... Yeah, the excitement was high. He could Because because this, again, it felt familiar. It felt like we was about to go, like, oh, shit, we about to... You know, it it all had the formula, like, oh, yeah, you doing some last minute shit. He doing, he doing this. He showed up in the crazy fit, like, right. you know what I'm saying? He we got the, the Jay-Z verse, like... Oh shit, he could have ran up some crazy, crazy, crazy fucking numbers. And now I just feel like he might have missed his window.
0: And now at this point, if it does drop on August 6th, which I'm gonna go ahead and throw my project projection out there, we ain't getting it August 6th.
2: I'm not looking for it to August it 6th. But, not, if we but that's get the it thing 6th, though. Like if it, if it's there on it's August 6th, we, I'm gonna listen to it. But had it been all, there, we're last all gonna week. listen
0: to it August 6th. But the hype will be gone. You know what I mean? Like the the, the ear will be limp at that point. So even if it is solid, if we get it all against six, we all going to kind of be like, Ugh. I mean, it was it's
2: crazy. only, it's only really going to be dope to people who heard whatever he play, whatever he played in that stadium. Like, again, I didn't hear none of it. So I don't know what none of it sounds like, but I can almost guarantee it probably won't sound like whatever they heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, or right. it's, it's, it's going to be one of, something for people to talk about. Like, oh, he, this is a song that he played at a stadium. It didn't sound like this. It didn't have this. It didn't have that. This person wasn't going oh, to like snares this is- in. That's, that's what the story is going to be about the album when the album drops. What happened from the time that he played it in Mercedes Benz Stadium to the time it actually came out? And the only reason why I'm not fucking with this, too, is because of what he did with Pablo. Nigga, you put Pablo out and edited that bitch for six months after it was out.
1: He kept he
0: was tweaking the album. And then niggas had the narrative to be like, this is so genius. We're living real music in real time. Like, no. I this wasn't is,
2: like. Don't do this, is, this
0: shit again, bro.
2: This is this is what makes me mad about because now nah, that's kind of like if you because I'm I'm kind of one of those people like especially maybe this is just a, a, a music creator type of thing but like you hear a song or you make a song and then you listen to it for so long after you make it and you be like oh, I can add something. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. or you get to mm-hmm. you get to be you get to be in around a tie dollar sign that week after you dropped an album And it's like hey Nick I'm still editing this shit hey add some vocals on this for me right quick one time I did like, like the
0: additional I, vocals he put on yeah. Ultra Beam like I remember that, when he that's added what I'm saying. Choir, like,
2: like, Yeah, you can now you can't you can't whole verse swap me. You know, what I'm saying you can't beat you You can't do nothing like that. But like I have no problem with the additions, but to like do all of that and create all of that. And then like you say, nothing. We didn't get a single. We didn't get a video like. All right. Yeah, this is this is why I still this is why I keep you in my in my in my uh, in my back pocket.
0: Right. He 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 made me go back and reevaluate how I feel about him after this latest antique. Because again, he can do all the little talking to TMZ and talking crazy to Trump and all that shit he wants. But it's only when he starts fucking around with the music that I'll be reevaluating how I feel about him. And I started going back after this recent Don the Debacle and whether we're actually getting in what it sounded like from the snippets I heard in the stadium. And it's just like, I realized that I wish. Life of Pablo was his last album that we got from him, in all honesty. Mm. In all honesty, I think if his discography ended at Life of Pablo, now I'm not saying something should have happened to him, bro. But if he would have just stopped making music and focused on fashion and we left off on Life of Pablo and that was his discography up to that point, he might be a god in this shit, bro. But it's just like these, these missteps and turning in incomplete work Like, this incomplete work shit has got to stop, bro. Like, he, that's my nigga. I love him, but he not that good. You just not that good, bro.
2: We got to compartmentalize Ye's genius. Like, how genius was it of him to get a Jay-Z verse at 4 p.m.? Like how long have you really been working on this album? That's what it made me ask. How long have you been working on this album? And ask Jay Z at four PM before you play it for niggas in three huh? hours. Like yeah, what? Like, huh? like, like like oh here we go. We're get we're getting these last minute thoughts stop again. Like, you can
0: two days, bro. Like stop. Yeah, well, I don't you want two No more. comprehensive project that we'll love in two days. Like I just don't believe real actual like high quality music works like that. Especially nah. not anymore
2: not at all um and i you know i love yay but like you know the the antics kind of get on my nerves but there there was a yay involved thing this week that i that i did particularly like if if you want to get out of kanye really quick it's kind of kanye but it's out of kanye
0: we can talk about whatever you want bro i talked about my vacation for an hour
2: (laughs) which i do want to piece in on that real quick before i move on to this next kanye thing all of that tripping that you did for them 10 days yeah i mean spent time with your mom, spent time with your dad, love all them people. You were much happier to go back home.
0: Bro, I was ready to come home six days in on (laughs) mamas. Like, I just, okay, I want to be really clear as I say this because I thought about this a lot while I was still in Columbus. I love the people of Columbus. I love the food of Columbus, but you can keep all the rest of that shit, bro. I'm talking
2: about all of it. Yeah, nah, that, that's accurate. That's the only reason why I want to go home, bro. That shit, that's man. literally the only reason why I want to go home. The people the and people. the food. You can
0: keep all of that shit, all the rest of that shit. By the sixth day, I was already. And I'm sure. I think my wife was sick of me saying it because I said it a bunch of times after like day <laughs> six. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm about ready. Yeah, I'm about about tapped.
2: About ready to, I'm about to, back up I'm about ready to go get on get to the crib. The Southwest. Like,
0: um, this is what we did one day, bro. Like, quick, quick story, real quick. We mm-hmm. was. So the last day we was in town, I wanted to go to my favorite restaurant, which is Texas Day Brazil, the Brazilian steakhouse where they bring you all okay. the meats, and it's fifty dollars mm-hmm. a plate. And you know, I wanted to treat the family. I took
2: my mom you had, out to dinner. Had to we get that jasmine rice.
0: Had to get that jasmine rice, had to get them all rotten potatoes, fill up on a bunch of shit that we didn't pay for. So by the time they bring the steaks out, I'm completely full and I can only eat two bites of the shit. But that's fine, because I don't mind spending the money. Like I I always have people talking to me like, why are you doing it like that? Don't get no salad, bro. Wait till they bring you the steak. And I'm like, listen, man, I enjoy all of this food. Like I don't give a fuck if I don't fill up on steak as long as I'm happy with what I'm eating. But anyway.
2: They can't kick me out.
0: They can't kick me out. Earlier (laughs) in this day, I was telling everybody, like, look, I got reservations at Texas Day Brazil, so y'all gonna have to make it work for the rest of the day. We are not eating nothing crazy. We ended up on the north side because Donovan went to see one of her uh, old radio friends from back in the day, mm-hmm. so we just happened mm-hmm. to be up north, and I was like, babe, you know what we should do? Let's spin through northern lights and just see what it look like out there. I know, right? Wes is mm-hmm. shaking his head no, but we just, mm-hmm. we won't get out the car, we just was spinning the nah. block, because my wife but used no. to work at the GameStop up there, And we just kind of wanted to spin the block. Now, as we were spinning the block and we was talking about how she used to work there and, you know, my son is interested in the stories and shit, it hit me. I was like, oh, fuck. Clown Cone. Mm -hmm. We need to go to Clown Cone. That's what we do. I told my wife, I said, babe, you know, they got Fiesta's at Clown Cone. She was like, you lying. I was like, they do. So we went to Clown Cone. I didn't realize my 17-year-old son had never, ever even been Uh -uh. to Clown Cone. Uh-uh. So he didn't even know what the fuck was happening. He thought the prices on the candy were jokes. He didn't even
1: think they were serious. <laughs>
0: he was like, "Wait, this candy bar can't be fifty cents." It's like, no, this is this is why Clown Cone almost goes out of business regularly every
1: year. Right? <laughs> so
0: you got to
2: support it's this all, place. It's a yearly post that goes up to support Clown Cone, so it does not close every
0: year. And old Billy. So we, we ordered us three fiestas. We got banana splits, milkshakes. We just making it rain in that bitch. Give me all the little fruity tooties. Give me That's the right. uh, candy cigarettes give me all the little shit they don't make no more. I'm taking, we taking all this shit and we went out to the car to sit and eat outside of our, like we had one of them SUVs so we opened up the hatchback mm-hmm. and we set our Fiat in there to sit outside the clown cone and eat because there ain't no space in there to eat. If you've ever been in clown yeah. cone, it just, it's filled up with trinkets and knickknacks and shit like that. You can't sit nowhere so you gotta go to your car with that shit. And I don't like eating inside the car so we just eating outside the car. We, ha- we eating outside the car, Wes. And it happens to me. You know how me and you are always talking about dad instinct,
1: and shit going
0: wrong, and you having mm-hmm. to be homeland security for the family? It happened. I was feeding my daughter a piece of Fiestada, talking to my son about why he don't like Fiestada. Like, you know, when some shit happened and you're like, how did I miss the whole front end of this shit? Right. I turned around. I'm not being enough aware of my surroundings, is what happened. So I blame myself. I'm <sighs> feeding Fiestada. And then I hear my wife talking to somebody. I'm like, who the fuck is she talking to? So I turn around, and I see my wife digging in her purse and walking across the parking lot to hand some young nigga with a ski mask on some money because he asked if she had a couple of dollars. Now, hit the pause button. Hit the pause button, my nigga. Because I couldn't wait to tell you this story because I knew you would feel me. Now... Okay. At this point, it was already happening. It was already happening. Like, had I caught it ahead of time Cat, and I heard the nigga ask for some Stop talking to
2: me. Did you just say this young nigga had on a ski he mask? He had
0: on a ski mask and basketball shorts under his jeans, for sure. I'm not lying to you. Listen. Like, you know how niggas had a ski mask rolled up in a hat form? He had yes. that going. I know my wife didn't notice that. But anyway, so... Before I realized what was happening, she was already digging in her purse and walking towards this nigga across the parking lot. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know how your, as a dad and as a black man, your mind starts calculating immediately what you need to be doing, right? So I'm thinking to myself, like, now I could stop her and say, nah, babe, fuck that. Don't get that nigga shit. Stand back over here, here by me because we're in Northern Lights. This is a dangerous place. That's option A.
2: That's that's the option I'm thinking. That's the <laughs>
0: That was option A. Now, the reason why I didn't go with option A is because we've been here before, right? Sometimes you can agitate a situation by being just an agitator because say this nigga didn't, like, say he just happened to be just a young black man with a ski mask hat on that just needed a couple of dollars. And then me telling her, no, baby, don't get that nigga shit. Maybe that's what sets him off. Maybe that's why he pulls the gun out because bitch nigga, you trying to play me and try to act like I want something from your wife. And I like, don't want shit, but now I'm mad. Right? So <laughs> that could be what sets him off.
2: I understand that, but again, it's all about choices and it makes me think about, about something. It makes me think about something that I just seen earlier. And I want to ask you, like, if again it goes back to my hiring manager situation. If okay. you're the fucking hiring manager and somebody walks in for their interview in a bonnet or a do-rag, are you gonna hear them out at least? You might be missing a gym. Would you, would you hear him out?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take. I'm gonna go ahead and take the interview just because I already scheduled it. But it's almost not. A, it, I I can't imagine what you would say to me sitting across that table. That's gonna make me forget you got that on.
2: But also, if a higher manager was like, "Hell no," nah, you came up in here with the bonnet and the do rag. Like you gotta you gotta accurate. respect that. Because decisions and choices. You chose to come up in here with this motherfucking thing. You chose to have your ass around the back alley of motherfucking Northern Lights by Clown Cone Mm -hmm. with a goddamn ski mask hat on. Looking so why you need a dollar over here in this corner?
0: But see, what you're talking about is called rationale. (laughs) And we're in Northern Lights.
2: You forgetting already. I got you.
0: So by the time I'm running through option A, trying to decide if I should tell her, Hell no, baby, stand right here. What are you crazy? She's already almost to the nigga with her purse out. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if this is going to happen, she should have at least taken the money out and set the purse Yeah, in the and Jesus. Something. And then I also started thinking to myself, like, by this time she's already in front of the nigga handing him the money. And I started thinking to myself now, I, this might sound crazy, and I might be being extra. But I was like, well, what if he starts robbing her right now? Like, right here in the Northern Lights? In, because, you know, Clown Cone is tucked back.
2: like That's what I'm saying. You can't
0: see Clown Cone from the main Northern no. Lights area. You're basically in an alley.
2: That's what right I'm saying. Along. Like, why is you asking for this dollar back here in this alley <laughs> by Clown <laughs> I mean, Cone, fam? What like...
0: a So, bro, I'm immediately sweating. I'm, I'm starting to think to myself, like, I need to save my wife. I also need to protect my kids. like. Right. I'm literally torn between two situations here. Like, if my wife starts getting robbed, I gotta protect my wife. Like, I gotta go over there and take this bullet for her. Like, I have to get over there right away and take this
2: bullet (laughs) right
1: away.
0: But I also need to make sure that my son and daughter are like behind the car when these gunshots start ringing off. Like, this is insane. Now it might sound like I'm exaggerating, but I've been in life and death situations in Northern Lights before. Like, it ain't like I'm just making this shit up, and I'm scared of my own people. Like, I have been. In life or death situations in Northern Lights before. So mm-hmm. I don't think I'm overreacting. But like when the whole transaction was up, it did go off without a hitch. She gave the nigga a couple <laughs> of dollars. She came back to me. He walked away and I let out a big Phew. thank God. But you know exactly what I did once she got back to the car. I started packing everything up. Like, all right, That's right yeah, We got to go. Clown cone is over. Y'all can finish yep. this in the car. We probably need to get to where we're going. But yeah, we got to go. From dad to dad, black man to black man. A nigga that wakes up in the middle of the night and walks around the house to another nigga that wakes up in the middle of the night and walks around the house. How should I have handled Could I have handled it better?
2: You know, I- Was it I'm, too
0: crazy to even perceive?
2: Nah, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt because I can understand, like you say, when you're already behind the curve and you don't know what's going on, like you say, option, wet, option I A- I hated
0: being that far behind the curve.
2: Option A definitely could have escalated the shit, but like- could've. Yeah, you know, like you say, you you did right, with after that, like, yeah, we definitely got to pack the shit up because young niggas is crazy, and they you know they might have to you know spin the block theory, um, and then like you know, as, as terrible as it sounds to say, but like you definitely got to like tap your wife when you put the car in drive, like after you pulling <laughs> yeah, away from the joint. Don't, hey, do don't you ever walk with your wallet over there to somewhere oh, yeah. there across the street away now, from me out here in this crazy option place, air, though,
0: Wes? That's another option there, because I thought about that. Like, I need to tell her about, and then I thought to myself like. We're probably never going to be in Northern Lights again.
2: So I mean, but not it don't it don't, it don't just call? apply to Northern Lights though. I know Like has
0: been you be that could be. Yeah, way you too.
2: De- like you probably should like, and that's what I don't even know how I feel because I'm thinking like maybe she should have made the nigga walk over to the car, but that probably would have been more appropriate. Man, now, then you the kids. Now, now you got, got your nigga doing, closer, but you got your nigga closer though. You know what I'm saying? You can you yeah, know, I could can, grab him if I need to. Yeah, you can better versus across the street and having to run over there and do all that. Then you gotta leave the kids like.
0: Fam, she might as well have been in the middle of the desert when she was She might have been like that's in how the other, far she felt. She might have
2: been in the other end zone while you was Damn, on the goal line at the other she end. She
0: felt like she was in the middle of the Sahara yeah. Desert when she was giving yeah. that nigga two dollars. I was like, bro, I can't get over there in time.
2: Yeah, nah, bro, you that little young niggas gotta be out, responsible. Bro. Take them fucking ski mask off, man. I just I don't fucking know, stupid.
0: And, and maybe I'm overreacting. It could have been nothing at all, bro. But, nah, but, but I tell know you, what? my antennas was going up.
2: It's all right. By. You get you gave me a lot of trip talk, but I do want to tell you about, you know, while we're getting close to the end of time, I feel like it's only necessary to talk about this because you've been through this once, but it's gonna be different for you. And I, I, okay. I wanna, you know, preface you for I don't I don't know what I don't know what the correct word to use is, but I was traumatized while you were gone. Um, what happened to you? While you were gone, my five year old started kindergarten.
0: Ooh, we two weeks out. And I was going to talk okay. to you about this. I'm so glad. we might
2: out. If we have to extend this farther than here we can, but like I got
0: time, bro. Let's talk. Cuz I we, I got to talk to you about this anyway. So yeah, we might as well so do like it
2: here. you you know, y'all got Jay, you know what I'm saying? Nico is OG out here. He's grown, man. At this point, you've definitely taken Nico to, you know, elementary school and dropped him off at kindergarten. Like, how was Let's start there. How was that experience for you?
1: You,
0: you're gonna hate my answer, but I gotta give it to not. you. I gotta give it to you. No, this is way like
2: I, we have to talk about this.
0: We gotta talk about this. But I'm I'm gonna give it to you the realest way possible. Unfortunately for this talk, and unfortunately for you, right? This is really more so unfortunately <laughs> for you. That was so long ago when Jaden started kindergarten. <laughs> it, it it was so long ago, yeah. That I'm not even the same person. Schools okay. ain't even the same way. Like true. I legit don't even thoroughly remember taking Jay to school for the first time. But not only that though, not only that, but I was a young parent. So you 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 got a whole lot less fears when you're young parents. You know what I'm saying? Like you just like all you're worried about is like, hey, remember your bus number is red. (laughs) (laughs) Your bus number is red. red. Like that's all you think about when you like twenty-three, you know what I'm saying? But as a thirty-nine-year-old, with Cam about to go, I feel let like me st- I ain't yeah, never seen nobody. That's
2: school. what I said. All right, let me. All right, so let me stop you there. You know what I'm saying? Because how you, how you, your story about Jay works. You know what I'm saying? For what I want to, you know, kind of kind of go into. So like, I've known for you know weeks, months that the baby was signed up for school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was like, coming. I knew it was coming. Like it was perfectly fine. Like. <laughs> shout out to anybody from my job who listens to this, I don't give a shit, but, like, I had already made up in my mind, like, weeks prior to, like, yeah, I'm probably going to call off that day. Yeah, like, so I can take day. my baby to school, like, the sure. I had just came back from vacation, I was like, I ain't got time to, like, submit no request for them to deny it, and then me call off anyways, yeah, I'm just going to go with the, the call off option. Of yeah. yeah, you got to yeah. play chess sometimes when it comes to your PTO hours, That's you feel me? Bad. So, like, have known this for, for, for months, yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> and I think, that, now I won't even get to that part yet, but, like, cool, whatever, so, like, Baby signed up for school, so come, comes along Monday morning, you know what I'm saying? We get up, baby gets dressed for school, you know what I'm saying? And, and over the whole entire weekend, like me and my wife, of course we jokey-jokey, so like, we just keep going with that. I can't believe you're going to take the baby to school. Like, away. yeah, like, I be, I was just telling her all week, like, hey, like, for real, for real, I might, you know, shit, I might change my mind. Like, <laughs> anytime up until the baby before before she's supposed to be to school, I might be like, nah, fucker, it's like, she ain't going, we ain't going for it, y'all you know I mean? But like, to to my baby's credit, she she was she's still excited to go to school every day at this point. Nice. Um, but like it, you know, she didn't she didn't make it bad as what I'll say. But like you know, went there on the first day. They had this whole school flag ceremony. You know what I'm saying? So they let the parents stay with the kids. You know what I'm saying? So we we in there. We with the kid. Yeah, you know I mean, and it's <laughs> oh my god. This is so traumatizing all over again. But like mm-hmm. we in there with the kid. You know, we got the five year old. We got the four year old. The four year old ain't in school yet. So like not only am I having to deal with the five-year-old going to school, I'm having to deal with the, the separation mental
0: from the of the yeah. four-year-old. Separation like, oh, anxiety. Yeah, she don't even, know what's, ha- yeah,
2: she don't even don't. know what's about to happen all the way, for real, for real. So, uh-huh. like, so then, you know, the, the principal comes over to think, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, parents, you know, come over here, but as they skip, like, once we blow this little whistle, like, the kids are going to go line up with their teacher, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to walk with their teacher around to the back of the school to have, you know, the, the, the flag ceremony. I'm so not like, ready for this. So, like, you know, they, they blow the whistle. I walked the baby over there to the teacher. I'm like, all right, you got to stay. She already knew her teacher. We had already met the teacher. I'm like, yo, you got to make sure you stay with Mrs. Stetsman. Like, you can't leave your teacher. Don't let
0: her leave your Yeah, sight.
2: do not. Like, make. Sh- hey, you stay right with her, okay? So, like, we go around the back of the school. So, of course, they come trailing around the back. So, you know me. I'm all out there looking like crazy man Joe trying to look for my baby in the line and take with videos and on. shit. <laughs> yeah, You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to, you know, so then they come around there. They find, you know, they getting on, and, like, it's, pure chaos out here honestly and like not because they don't have it organized they're actually doing a great job but like there's 1400 kids in the school right to
0: you it and just looks like bees in a swarm
2: fam it is a sea of people out here right now and it's like yo my kid has been in a house for a year and a half i know this is sensory overload for her right now
0: so. now has she done any kind of daycare or any of that
2: I mean, before we left Columbus yet, but since we've been here, no. Because, you know, See, COVID kind of happened in, right when we got here. We in the
0: same boat. So that's what I'm worried about. I'm yeah. with you. I'm scared the same way. So, like, yeah, I don't so know COVID, if my daughter can handle this. <laughs> yeah,
2: so so COVID kind of got there. So, like, like I say, we, you know, they wanted the parents to kind of stay back, you know, once the kids was over and they thing. But, like, you could be close enough to your kid where you kind of still talk to them or, you know, kind of do so, like, at a point in time. Like, I know my wife probably was thinking I was crazy because I was like... All right, I'm about to go stand. Like I left her. I don't even know if I said I was going at a point in time, but like I just had to get close to the bed because she was like, she was still, she was standing in line, but like I could just see the contemplation all over her face
1: Ooh, about you can what see was her going on. Moves, so like,
2: focus. not even losing focus, but like she was like, I could maybe losing focus. I might be able to say that, <laughs> but like I just had to make. Ultimately, I had to make sure she was okay. So like I found a spot that was literally like right where she was. So like one of the times when she turned around, she see me. I was able to, you know, hit her with thumbs up game. Like ah. We Gucci out here. So like I gave her, you know, two, three, four while we were standing in line. Of course, you know, I kissed her and I hugged her before we left and all this other shit. But like the the shit that sticks out with me the most is I remember when I went to elementary school and, you know, growing up, I heard the stories all of my life about how my dad lost his shit when he dropped me off at elementary school. We and all my life, it? I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with this nigga like, what you, like you got five you had four kids before me that you mm-hmm. took the, well, that you should have took to elementary school but like you did this four times before you got to me like How would are you you, not ready what do this? you mean that you lost it nigga when I tell you I was crying before I gave my visitors pass mm-hmm. back <laughs> for being that Like I'm walking out the gate Nigga but, Like I ain't I ain't sniffle crying fam But it's tear Like I ain't even Trying to hide it bro Like they coming to And like coming. once I got to the car Like my mom had called me She was like Who crying I'm still crying Like I couldn't <laughs> Fam I never uh. imagined And like I told my wife What what really got the fucking with me was like, I say the fact I was like, fam, I just need to give her like two more thumbs up to let her know that she going to be straight. I was like, and that's killing me to know that she turned around looking for me. And, and I am not thumbs. there right now. I was like, I need, fam, I love, like, I want to cry right now. Partially thinking about that moment all over again, fam. like, and it was a tough moment. And I was like, "Yo, I listen." I had to call my sister and tell her, "Like, fam, have you dropped your baby off to kindergarten yet? Like, <laughs> have you done that? If you haven't, don't do it. Don't this do, is very, very ghetto. <laughs> like, you don't want to take your baby to kindergarten." And then my wife, she was like, "Yo, cat, gonna have to do the same thing And, she, and I was like,
0: "Fam, oh, we got right. two weeks. Let let me tell you, like." And we, we try our best not to be NICU parents,
2: right?
1: Right, Like for right. those
0: of y'all out there that know what a NICU parent is, uh, just real quick, like, you know, when your baby doesn't do the normal, come out the womb, get spanked on the butt, get the cord clipped, go home after two days. When you do the whole, like, hey, there's something wrong with your baby, we have an emergency C-section, now your baby's in a hospital after birth for months at a time, and we're Mm -hmm. trying to make sure your baby's going to make it and all of that. Like, NICU parents are a different breed, so you get a bit protective because you just don't want to feel like that again, you know what I'm saying? It's very, it's it's traumatizing to say the least, but. We try not to be overprotective of Cameron because we know she's going to be all right and we mm-hmm. you know we got another kid uh fortunately I think if Cameron was our only child we would be fucked
1: be <laughs> for sure with
0: you. like we would be fucked but like we try not to be overbearing with her and you know I know I like I'm the kind of nigga if she falls down I'm like <sighs> you know what I mean right, like it, right, it literally right. sends a shock through my whole body when she falls down especially if she hits her head cuz you know she's got head trauma but anyway so that being said she's like our entire family's little baby you know what right, I mean even right. jaden like she is jaden's little baby so right. to know that she's stretching out we put her on the scale uh yesterday and she's 38 pounds which is a lot for us because she was two fucking pounds when she
2: was <laughs> for two. sure two
0: you know what I mean so right. to think that pretty soon we're gonna put her on a bus because she's got a bus right oh, you gotta put her man. on a
2: bus oh my goodness you're and gonna send lose her it, bro. somewhere
0: like my I i the fear and like it's literally making my heart beat irregularly Bro. right now. Just thinking about putting my daughter on a bus and just watching that bus just disappear. And, like and, I don't and, know.
2: And again, I think you know, but because of the times that we've had to live through the past year and a half or two, like where everybody, like you know, where your baby is at all the time. My at, at all house. time. Like my baby is at the house. Like I know I could turn around. Like uh, uh, you know, it gets overwhelming at a time. But like I know this kid is right here. Like I don't got to mm-hmm. worry about that. And like to have to go from. You were here all last week, and then I got I just gotta drop in. I gotta trust this mother. like uh, fam. I, 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 really can't even fully like explain. It. Like I say, I really yeah, that. Like I said, the only way I could tell my wife was like, I just need to give her two more thumbs up. Like if I could, I like if, needed, I could, if, I could, if I could, just
0: give her one. If I could ah, just go, can I just go around to her classroom, creep just, the door, open, ah, cre-
2: yeah, just, ah, and just good. give her one more yeah, thumbs straight. up. I could uh, now. Like what I you that.
0: don't want to do is creep around the hallway, open up the classroom stick your hand in the doorway and give that thumbs up and your kid's not in there. And then now you have charges and you'll never see your kid again. This has been the Dip in Butter program. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We are back. We are never going on vacation again until the next not vacation. Never
2: the next vacation. I am
0: glad to be talking to my friend. We got so much more to talk about. Man, so we didn't talk about the locks where dip set. We didn't, didn't talk about shit. nothing.
2: We didn't talk about the Olympics. We didn't talk about industry, baby. We're talking about industry, baby. I don't even...
0: Yeah, we'll get to it or we won't either way y'all will be here when we do or don't and we appreciate y'all being here My name is cat. You can check my extra content out on cat and com. and while we're here uh, Double shout out to the back of the bus podcast. Uh, go Word. check them out uh, we, uh, I did some feature spots over there and kicked it with them homies man So you can look them up on YouTube if you want to see me Uh Talk with some other people and argue <laughs> about some shit and have some laughs. And uh, that was a really good time, man. They showed you niggas some love and they showed the whole dip butter Butterstaff some love. So we definitely want to return the favor for sure.
2: Absolutely. It's your boy, Weston OT, a.k.a. Elmer Young. The motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner. P-O-D-N-A. After every Young 89 on Instagram. Fuck with me, dude.
0: Yes, sir. Like I say, each and every week. Please don't let niggas be fake at my funeral because you'll never know if I died at sea and the last thing I said was "Dad." <laughs>
2: I'm all right, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ah, rule number one: uh, tell a friend and tell a friend about the podcast and shit about us. Period. Dipped in butter, we lit. Make sure you uh, tell about the back of the bus podcast too, as well. Y'all niggas was cooking over there. That shit funny as hell. I was cracking up. Yeah, um, y'all enjoy. And, and rule number two: uh, mind your fucking business
0: all the time. We'll catch y'all niggas next Friday.
1: You've been listening to the Dipped in Butter program with
0: Kat and Wes. Join them next week for some more regular degular shit.